Do you know how they say like a night fury is like the unholy offspring of lightning and death? <gasps> so does that mean the light fury is like no, yes, the offspring of like fairy dust and happiness? <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Dragon Academy Dropouts, your weekly dive into the DreamWorks Dragons universe. Tons of new information coming out of CinemaCon, and we're all here to talk about it. Max, Brooke, Caitlin, what's up guys? We should have one of those emergency broadcasting sounds. Ooh, the sirens? Yeah. Yes. Where it's like, and then we talk about dragons. Okay. All right. All right. I got it. I got it. Here it is. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly Perfect. what I was thinking of. Good job. I couldn't have said it better myself. All right. So I don't know if it was expected for all this stuff to start coming out now, but at CinemaCon yesterday, which was April 25th, Universal showed some footage from How to Train Your Dragon 3, The Hidden World. Not how to, Did I say How to Train Your Dragon 3? I meant to not say it, and then I said it. <laughs> this is what our first emergency episode was about. Yes. Okay. So, emergency episode two, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. First unofficial official footage, though it's kind of a big deal. And we're going to break it down for you guys. So, should I just jump in to what we know? Tell yeah. Some facts. Okay. So, first I want to clarify something. CinemaCon is the official convention for the National Association of Theater Owners. So the purpose of this exhibition isn't to give the fans something exciting. It's to present content to these theater owners as their pitch to them to, say, invest in these movies. So when we're like, why didn't we find out about this or that? Like, we're not the target audience here. We're the probably the target audience for Annecy in June, Comic-Cons all throughout the year. So this is a little bit different. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, so the people yeah, that are they, going to this, wait, they probably what? like they they probably give like the worst the worst footage. They're like you know, here's the worst stuff. Let's let's <clears> get, <throat> like the fans aren't going to they won't see it anyway. Well, yeah, even like we'll get into this more, but a lot of the people who are there said that even the dragon stuff like wasn't even finished. It's just like a rough preview of what the movie studios are going to be coming out with. So. I wonder I wonder what unfinished dragon footage looks like. Like is it storyboards? Is it like layout stuff? It could uh, just be like rough animation, like it's not really clean. Like you know when we got the first trailer or the teaser of Dragons 2 and it wasn't like 100% done. It's probably not like that. It's probably a little like a less step finished. down from that. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. So it's like previs. So yeah, like everything maybe. is like a little bit weird looking. Because yeah. I totally want to see that. Like, I, that would be worth seeing on its own. Like, I'd rather see that than complete footage. Because we're going to see the complete footage at some point. But to see, you know, like, Next year. Light Fury being super weird looking and, and moving around without moving its legs. I'm all <laughs> for that. That's that's what I am about. Like a sock puppet moving across the screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I, I love that. I love that Perfect. stuff. Or like they Hiccup moving without them. moving his legs and having the weird face all the time that only changes, you know, changes instantly, like from one frame to another. Or like audio, but nobody's moving their lips. Oh, yeah. 
Just good stuff. <laughs> okay. So what was I talking about? All right. CinemaCon. CinemaCon. So the universal part of the presentation is where the Dragon's Contact came up because, of course, Universal purchased DreamWorks. So there's all this big merger stuff. Things are changing, blah, blah, blah. And so like it started. Wait, so, okay, wait, wait, wait. Dragon 1 was Paramount, right? Dragon 2 was Fox. Now it's Universal, right? That's probably why the name changed. They've... Yeah, the logo stuff is different now. That's probably why. Yeah. So at least a logical explanation. Like the DreamWorks logo? No, just like probably. And maybe like, I don't know, maybe Dean wanted it to be called How to Train Your Dragon 3. But Universal was like, no, we're going to call it this. We're going to market it as this. So deal with it. Yeah. So they, they were like, we don't like the no three. You can't can't put a three in there. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Yeah. Toy Story 3? Nah. Nah. Okay. Okay. CinemaCon. So, <laughs> <laughs> CinemaCon. They present these unfinished clips to a room full of critics, theater owners, whoever's there, basically. And a couple people were jumping online and they're talking about kind of what they're seeing in the content. And I want to give a shout out to the person who kind of gave us the most information, who is, I'm really sorry if I butcher your name, Jacob Tirano. He's a film critic and the founder of ChasingCinema.com. He has a YouTube channel called Chasing Cinema where he posted a video and did a whole recap of basically every single section of the program. Um, but he spent like a good five minutes talking about the dragon stuff and it was really helpful. So we're going to break it down. Jacob, thank you so much for giving us your insights. We really appreciate it. You guys should go check out his work because um, he went really in depth with kind of what he had, which was not a ton, but we found out some good stuff. Yeah, we're we're ready to take his five minutes and turn it into a two-hour discussion. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't go more than an hour unless you're with DreamWorks. So we'll do the slightly longer than his version, but still abbreviated version. So I'll just kind of run through what we've got and then we can talk about it. Cool? Cool. Cool. Alrighty. What they basically got was maybe an extended trailer with unreleased footage. And we know that Toothless meets a light fury, quote unquote, which apparently was called this in the clip. Um, so none of that white fury business, light fury. Um, Hiccup was looking older, mid to late 20s. The footage was incomplete, but Jacob said it looked damn good. And we probably won't see it for a while because even though it looks good, it's not finished. Um, and then we saw some other characters in the content. Astrid was in it. He said she looks older, more mature, and there were shots of the other Vikings. But it's also fast and they're trying to kind of keep track of everything. So some of those little details we aren't able to get. He said the imagery of the hidden dragon world, which apparently they got to see a little bit of, looks unbelievable. And that the presenters were really hyping up the visuals, which didn't surprise me at all because this franchise is like it's about storytelling, but the visuals are also kind of what it's known for, like incredible animation. So definitely they were like, you know, check out this light fury that can move from one part of the screen to the other without moving its legs. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Whoa. And then he kind of brings up some of the other bits of plot that may have been revealed at some point the characters are hiding talking about how the dragons need to hide which is probably hiccup and this i think could possibly be hints at kind of grimmel's purpose in this movie perhaps hunting night furies trying to kill the night furies risk of extinction which is a big reach because we really know nothing but that's kind of my theory here 
And one last thing about Jacob's content, because I found it really entertaining, some of the things that he said kind of about the fandom, because we're not like the biggest fandom out there, but (laughs) he said he got at least what? We're pretty big. Oh, yeah. We're we're about as big as it gets. (laughs) (laughs) He said he got at least five questions about Hiccup's beard, which really made me laugh. Because, you know, I don't understand why that's such a big thing for this fandom. Like, But he said that Hiccup might have had a beard in one of the shots. He said he couldn't confirm it, but that he might have had a beard. How do you not know if an animated character has facial hair on his face? Like, how do you not remember that? Maybe people were looking at the dragons and they weren't looking at, you know. Maybe it's like a retractable beard. Like, Toothless has retractable teeth. He's beardless. (laughs) Max, I think you hit the... Hit the nail on the head there. Nailed it. Good job. And people were also sending him questions about like a Hickstered wedding or a baby and stuff like that. And, yeah, a know, baby. They're going to show that in the trailer, right? Yes. A full-on close-up shot of They Hiccup's showed child. the Light Fury. They showed the Light Fury. <laughs> so you know what? At this point, maybe they would show the, the, the Hiccup and Astrid child. Can I just say that Hiccup and Astrid would totally bring their child with them when they go... To see other dragon worlds. Like, that's totally a thing they would do. Yeah, they would be like, oh, we're going to go explore. Let's just bring the kid. What are those little, like, those little wraps or like the sacks that you put your baby in and zip it into the corn? Yeah. Astra just carries around the kid in the sack on her back. (laughs) They're like fighting a Night Fury assassin and there's a baby strapped, like, just on her back casually. I can see it. Okay, so I know you guys have a lot of opinions about this stuff. Should I just let you loose and you can? Just oh yeah, I have some questions. So can I? Can I just? Can, I just got to throw this out okay, here. Okay, Max, you can go first. Uh, all right. Um, what if Toothless is gay? Discuss. Discuss. Okay, this wasn't quite where I thought this was going to go. <laughs> um, we are starting we do off not know. with the big Probably question. Probably should have guessed that this was where it was going to go. <laughs> we do not know the gender of the Light Fury, and true. Statistically speaking, every Night Fury we have ever encountered has been male. So, statistically speaking, this one's also probably male, right? Discuss. We've never heard anything about Toothless's sexuality, so I suppose anything is possible. I mean, like, do dragons have sexualities? Like, I know they mate with the opposite gender, but that doesn't mean that they could be, like, asexual or... Like maybe too capable of mating with sexual, yeah. Like, how do we know that two night furies can't two male night furies can't make a night fury egg? Also, how do we know that there's only two genders of night fury? That's there true. are lots of animals that have more than two genders. True, and maybe it's not like male and female. Maybe it's night and light. Oh, uh-huh. ah, yeah. I mean, we really don't know much about dragon anatomy, so... Yeah, let's get right in on this one. This is the topic we should be discussing right now. I think uh, of all the topics, dragon anatomy, here we go. So this is taking a weird turn. (laughs) Well, let's talk about sexual dimorphism in animals because basically, you know, that's like where you have a fish that's really brightly colored. So you know that it's male and then a fish that's not very brightly colored. You know that it's female. Um, How do we know that night furies exhibit this? We don't necessarily. Also, why would night furies exhibit this? 
I hope that if if it does turn out that this is, you know, the pretty basic boy night furies are black and lady night furies are white. I hope that it ends up being a reason why that would be an evolutionary benefit to the different to the male and the female dragons, because otherwise it's just stylistic. And I think we deserve yes. more science. I mean, that. Mm-hmm. I was what if what if it's like a two by two thing? So there's male, female. All right, sure. There's light. And night. And as long as you mate with someone who is not you, you're good. So you can so, totally mate with a as a as a male night fury, a male light fury. That's totally fine, right? But you can't male mate with a female night fury because you're the same type. Maybe. I don't know. We are really reaching with the science think, here, but um, I think we need to ask Dean. We should This is exactly him. what Dean wants to talk about. I'm sure. It sure. Be. This is cool. <laughs> no, it is cool. And I do like the point that you mentioned about evolutionary benefits because I was thinking, okay, let's say this hidden world is a cave system. Why would this dragon be white? Like, what about its environment or its survival tactics would make it a lighter color? Because toothless, it makes sense. You're flying through the sky, it's dark, it's bat like, it's in a cave. We're camouflaged with the color choices, but the lighter dragon. It's just not as intuitive in my mind. I mean, maybe. Except for like the snow cave. wraith. Like the snow wraith is in the snow. So yes, the snow wraith is white. If it's, if it's if in a cave, the, it doesn't matter. What if right? the light fury is a light color because um, it flies high in the sky and then will swoop down and attack. And so oh. when you're looking up, you can't see. Like if you see a big black dragon flying through the sky, like you're going to know it's there. So it's the cloud cover that's the environment it's camouflaging itself in. Yeah, and just like okay. the sun in general, you look up and you're not going to see something that's light colored as easily as you would see something that's dark. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. I'm interested to hear more about these night fairies in general. As much as kind of the sexual dimorphism conversation is a little bit of a joke, it's also kind of not because I feel like understanding the science of these creatures would potentially be very interesting. Definitely. I mean, How to Train Your Dragon has always been kind of like part nature film, right? Like dragon nature film, but it's always been about, you know, here's how the dragons are, right? Yeah. It's like part nature film, part social commentary, part TJ Miller screaming into the microphone. It'd be like two parts of that. Sure. Anything else from the content that we got that stuck out to you guys? We should talk it's about all... this hidden world. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say when like a while ago when they came out, with the plot details and the major thing was like Hicka or Toothless finds a mate. I was like, uh, this is not what I care about. So I'm hoping that it's like a more kind of in-depth plot than just, oh, he finds like a white version of his species and now he has to go save his species by like mating with this female light colored version. So I don't know. I'm Do you think do you think the babies are gray furies or, or like afternoon furies? Maybe. I don't know. We'll have to find <laughs> out in March of 2019. Purple furies. I want a purple fury. That would be Yeah, cute. and like that's just one like other night fury. Like if he meets a light fury, like what's to say there's not like a yellow sun fury or something do you know what i mean like there could be a whole bunch of them 
Moon so I'm hoping fury. That, yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm Mars hoping this is more fury. In, in depth than they're making it out to be because I would I'm guess so. not a fan of this trope. If you kind of look at how animated movies advertise themselves, I don't want to be rude, but sometimes it comes across to me as kind of dumbing it down. Like we're going to take the most the most likely plot to get parents to buy tickets for their kids and package it in a way that makes it easily palatable to everyone. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, like they go for the basic stuff. They're not going to advertise like the emotional core of the movie on I don't know. Whatever children's network they're showing these yeah, no. commercials on. They they skip the emotional core and go straight to the dragon mating subplot. That's what's going to sell Okay, tickets. fine. You got me there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. It is weird, my, though. My favorite part about this series, I think, is that there's there's something in it for everybody who goes to the theater. So I'm just hoping that there's something in it for the science nerd that I am and that we're not just doing the cutesy, like, it looks pretty to have a boy dark dragon and then a lady light dragon, and then they are in love, and it just looks nice. I hope there's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Me too. Especially because Hiccup is so interested in learning about dragons. It would feel kind of cheap if there was no reason, and he couldn't figure out a reason. That would be something that he would be totally into. But I also feel like, I feel like, you know, Toothless is, he's, he's got depth, right? Like he's got, he, you know, he's a substantial dragon. I don't think he would just fall blindly in love with a white dragon just because like, hey, that's cool. Right? Like, I mean, he, he's, he's only going to fall in love with a dragon who's like, you know, they have to get along. Right? Yeah. So I would hope. That is a good relationship. Well, we don't know if these quote unquote animals are, let's say, like penguins where they mate for life or if it's like other animals where they meet up and the pheromones activate and then they leave. You never know. I think they're going to push. Oh, God, I hope they don't push a romance angle because it's just a lot to deal with. Really? But You hope it's just like a casual like. Well, they're going to make it an emotional journey if there is this mating subplot. I think... I I feel like there won't be a mating subplot. See, this is what kind of not worries me, but it makes me kind of anxious every time we get something else that's like this come out of the plot because I'm like thinking back to where like the second movie and... There's just so, like, there's so many angles. Like, there's the whole, like, Hiccup is chief now and Toothless is the alpha and they have to deal with that. And then, like, what about Drago? What about this other guy? Now they find a hidden world. Now there's a female Night Fury. Like, there's just so much that I hope it doesn't take away from, like, the core Hiccup and Toothless relationship that, like, this whole franchise is built on and you do you know what I mean yeah like there's just so many different plot points and angles that are coming out that I'm like okay whoa like this isn't even gonna be a two-hour movie how are they gonna they gotta sell out and make it a two-parter sell out universal do it (laughs) because I think that's what I liked the most about the first movie was it was just so it wasn't like super fast-paced 
like it was all kind of, you know, this happens and the relationship builds throughout the movie. And then, you know, there's the action at the end, but there was never really like a villain, like a villain villain. And it was just this core relationship between Hiccup and Toothless. And then the second one, there was still that, but there was a lot more action and it was just not the same kind of pace as the first one. So I'm kind of nervous that this movie is going to be like even more of that and take, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The pacing of the first movie was impeccable. Yes. The That's pacing, part of what made it so great. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this is what, what I think is interesting about the first film is it, uh, like there's, it has like a heartbeat. Like there's like things happen. It's like clockwork. One thing happens. Another thing happens. Another thing happens. Um, I like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think part, partly uh, it was just the, the way that the script was written. Yeah, so like I'm not like I don't want people to think I'm like hating on this like the new movie or like I'm not going to see it. I'm just going to hear bitching about it because it's not that. It's just I love this franchise so much and I just don't want I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm not I don't real it's not like I don't know what to ex- expect, but it's kind of hard to beat the first one and with all of the stuff that's coming out, I'm like, okay, whoa, this is a lot. <laughs> What like worries a, you the most? What worries me the most? Yeah. Like the number one, like if you could be like, I want this one thing to disappear and not be part, not not be something that affects the film negatively. What would you choose based on well, what you know now? If I like, if I had to redo the movies type thing, would you kill the Light Fury? Is what I'm saying. Would you kill it? No, but I like maybe I wouldn't have it be. Uh, what am I trying to say? You wouldn't have it be straight. You'd make them gay, right? Right. No, like, yeah, that doesn't matter. Um, but I think if I had, like, if I had to do it myself, I would focus more on, like, the internal struggles of Hiccup and Toothless and not, like, the ac- the action kind of side of it. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, like, for example, the second movie. Loved it. It was great. But now that I've kind of seen like Race to the Edge, I would have loved the second movie to be um, like this internal struggle about Hiccup and Toothless and wanting to go out and explore all these worlds and, you know, have this life of exploration and find everything about the dragons and then have the struggle that he has to be chief. And, you know, we can, I don't know, it was just, to me, it's just the villain action war part of it never really stood out to me in a good way because the first film didn't really have a villain. It was just kind of like Hiccup and Toothless fighting against everybody who hated what was happening. But so, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of getting away from myself here. So. No, I understand. I feel like we have a lot of major puzzle pieces to the plot, but we don't have a way of kind of putting together how they all fit and why each of them is relevant to reaching the end point of the franchise. So we know that the purpose of this is Hiccup's coming of age, the relationship between him and Toothless. We're kind of still figuring out, okay, why is this one Night Fury's color important? Why is Grimmel a thing? Why is Drago maybe still a thing? Like all these little things that maybe it's all going to come together and it's just going to fit, but we don't know for sure. And that's 
kind of what's got people on edge right now. Yeah, like yeah. imagine if for How to Train Your Dragon 2, like a year before it was released, DreamWorks, like the only information they told us was, you know what? Toothless is going to be blue, right? Like if that was the only thing they told <laughs> us, right? Like there would be a full on revolt we would be like, why is Toothless being blue? Or just what Toothless glows. Why he glows is he at glowing? Some <laughs> this is irrelevant. I can't believe they're ruining our dragon. That's the perfect example. And they've literally just done this right here with Light Fury, which is fantastic. I love it. I love the um I love it for the entertainment value, but I feel like maybe they could have introduced this a little slower. Like with more plot, um, I think they cherry picked something that is they cherry picked the light fury, and maybe they shouldn't have done that. But I'm so glad they did because it's so funny. <laughs> it's a I little love funny. The light pretty fury. funny, yeah. The light and fury it is got fantastic. people talking. You can't. I mean, and I mean this in the nicest way. The night fury, the, the light fury is so easy to make fun of, and I love that. Like <laughs> there is a there is a a dragon that is the inverse of toothless and they just stuck it in there and they were like there we go Film so done. okay i have a question so if this is like the total opposite of a night fury do you know how they say like a night fury is like the unholy offspring of lightning and death <gasps> so does that mean the light fury is like no yes the offspring of like fairy dust and happiness <laughs> God, I hope like, so. Is this thing gonna float around on a cloud? It's the holy offspring of sunshine, rainbows, and, life and this is fantastic. Dean, are we right? Send us a message. Let us know. I think we're right. We are definitely right. So we're always right. Yeah, the I, light I, fury I, is just like <laughs> a DreamWorks version of like a My Little Pony. <laughs> God, I hope not. I hope. I wouldn't it be amazing if the light fury is just this absolutely horribly irritating just so perfect like you just hate this dragon because it's just so perfect wouldn't that be just i mean i don't know if i want that like people say that toothless is like the mary sue of dragons and then they bring in the light fury (laughs) it's just you thought you knew the mary sue of dragons (laughs) think again yeah we'll have to revisit that episode I was just yeah. thinking that. Make sure you check out all of our episodes for obvious peak content and discussion because we're always on task and we're always just booming with creativity. Oh, yeah, we've been talking about this. Morphism to the holy parent of sunshine and life. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about this light fury since day one. Uh, so, you know, check out our her thoughts. Also, if this is your first episode of Dragon Academy Dropouts, yeah, we're this ridiculous all the time. Sorry. Are we going to get... Because it's wonderful. (laughs) Are we going to get into the slash film commentary? Because that's hilarious. Can I read it? Wait, the what? The slash film quote. Oh. Can I read that? I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't. (laughs) Wait, which one's the slash film? Do it. Do it, please. Do it. I think we should. What's the slash film? Toothless discovers a girlfriend, a white toothless, and she can disappear <laughs> into this other dimension. Oh, oh my gosh. 
All of that sounds it's, horrible. It's kind of the worst. <laughs> Just, but That quote is so bad <laughs> for so many reasons. I mean, I doubt anybody from Slash Film is going to listen to this. Yeah. Like, but, uh, it's okay. You guys have been at this thing for days and you're probably tired and you've watched hours of footage and... Yeah, maybe How to Train Your Dragon's not your number one priority here, but I'm pretty sure the dragons aren't going to another dimension, and it's Can not a white them? toothless. And Reverse racism! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, That's but so it's, funny. it's been really great to get kind of the scoop from people on what's been going on, and we wouldn't know all these details without the people that have been posting stuff and answering questions, so thank you to everybody. Yeah, and I mean, like, if I was a reporter and I was going to this thing and I saw a trailer for a movie that I didn't even know about or care about, I probably would make a quote like that, too. Just because, you know, you don't, you're not invested in it, so you're not going to write details about it. I mean, white toothless is kind of, is really bad, but. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Light fury over white fury every day. Oh, yeah. No, do not. No white fury. We're not pushing no that. Fury. No. No. All right. Any last things that we want to talk about before we wrap things up? Yeah. Um, Hiccup. Still dating Astrid, right? Wait, which um, was the one that said that he was, Hiccup was getting a new love interest? Was that oh, the Slash shoot. film? I don't think it, that, no, that was from a screenshot from somewhere. I mean, so he, I don't like, think it was Slash key film. He tried that with Heather and it did not work at all. So. Um, the fans kind of made that a thing with Heather. That wasn't them. <laughs> I'm not well, putting I mean, that on they, DreamWorks. They introduced another female character around Hiccup's age and just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> made Astrid super jealous of her. Okay, that's true. They did that. What if, what if Light Fury is like that, right? Like, they like, oh yeah, you know, Light Fury is, you know, around Toothless's age, like is obviously also a Night Fury, right? And so, like, okay. we're meant to believe, <clears throat> yeah, Life Fury is going to get together with the Knife Fury. But in reality, like, Heather and Astrid end up bonding. What if Light Fury and Stormfly just, like, really, really hit it off? Then I'm down for it. I was just going to say that Hiccup would probably be in, like, um, what's it called? A pulling a mist relationship with Astrid and the two dragons <laughs> before that ever happened. If this Which, is your first episode of Dragon Academy Dropouts, sorry. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. I feel like there's a, a I'm, I feel like I'm missing something here because I don't know where that came from. <laughs> what? That's exactly what Dean's saying when he's listening to this right now. <laughs> like, no, because I just remembered there like that quote or screenshot where it was like, Hiccup gets another love interest and it was supposed to be toothless but they wrote hiccup instead so it was like he's just gonna get another love interest which is probably gonna be a dragon which is probably gonna be the light fairy so it's gonna be a big old party in the ha- in the haddock household <laughs> hiccup's the chief he makes the laws sorry yep. guys and that's all i'll say on that anyway all right any last thoughts for real this time we really diverged and then came back here which- I just want to say when we do these podcasts, we have like an outline. And in this outline we have right now, there's just a quote that says, I don't think there was a baby. <laughs> That's, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> That's what Jacob we Toronto said. About, he yeah. didn't think there was a baby. There was no baby. He sack. didn't see one, but he wasn't 100% looking at all the shots. So 
Did did we ask him if there was a baby? Somebody did. He Someone brought it up. Someone him. asked him. Okay. Oh, yeah. the one more thing I was going to say was um, when he said they looked older. So I don't like I don't know how invested he is in this movie. Like I don't know how much he knows about it. So are like, you questioning the commitment of no? This but man? I'm just saying like he could be like, oh yeah, they look older, like mid twenties, but. Like maybe he didn't see the second film when No, he does rave about does the second he? Film. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's a big fan. Well, that's good then. What if we're what just if like dissecting younger? film critic history right now? What what if it what if they were younger? Like wouldn't that be weird? Like small cup? Small cup isn't weird, yeah, like, it's perfect. What if what if, you know, we go to the theater, right, and the film shows up and and Brooke Pulls out her popcorn, right? And like small cup is on the screen. Like, wouldn't that be weird? Well, Gerard Butler's in this and his character's dead. So anything's possible. Maybe he's, he's in, in the, the hidden, hidden dimension. World. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really hoping we got It's Valhalla. The hidden world is Valhalla and it's a white night fury because it's flying up to Valhalla. Guys, so this we whole, sold it. This whole movie is just an <laughs> allegory of death. Take up dies. You heard Take it up. here first. Oh, could you imagine? Oh my God. Okay, now I have this theory that if that happened, then he died in the first movie and then the second movie was just all like this weird hallucination. And then the third one is he wakes up in this other dimension with like the actual dragons. When did he die? In Valhalla. When he fell. Like the Red Death? Yeah. What if it's like earlier than that? Like what if what if he dies like in the training ring or something and the whole red death thing is also and like what if he died too. he tripped on a branch walking through the woods and he fell off a hill and he fell down he died the very first scene when the dragon lights his door on fire and he's standing right behind it he dies if, when the dragon is looking at him in the crib and he gets the little cut on his oh yeah <laughs> and then Balka's like. Oh shit, son. Like just a really serious infection. Yeah. A dragon killed my baby. Hiccup wasn't even born. He just <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> He's a fictional character. He's not even real. How's I mean, that we, for an we have, we've gone so far away from how the actual plot is that we've like taken a turn into the real world. We've gone so far away from the plot of this episode that it doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> if you're still listening, we we apologize. We're sorry. But we're not sorry. So, I mean, like to conclude though, Toothless is probably gay, right? Hiccup is probably dead. And the Light Fury, I don't know where I'm going with this. Never mind. Light Fury is also gay. It's Everybody is obviously. gay. Sure. Yeah. All right. What a way to wrap it up. Do you think the Light Fury new new news too? I think it new new news inversely. Yep. One of those. You should take your recording of the new, 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 and then play it backwards. Oh. And then that'll be the Light Fury. How's that for an idea? I like it. So that was our very, very wide-sweeping review of kind of the first look into the plot and content of How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden so World. I think we need to quantify this on a scale of one to five, where one is I hate it, and five is this is fantastic. How would you rate How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, based on what we've seen so far? I don't know where you want me to go with this. All right, I'm going to give it a four. Four, four out of what? Out of five. Because I, 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 there's still so much that's missing. It could be a solid five, 
but I just can't tell right now. So I'm going to play it safe and go with a four. I'm going to be super average and give it three Viking baby papooses out of five, just because we know stuff and we don't know everything. So, you know, it could go in either direction. Makes sense. I'm going to go give four light furies out of five light furies. 2.5 hiccup beards out of five. Ooh, 2.5. Yeah. What happened to the other half of that beard? We haven't. Pachina didn't grow well. Yeah. Away. Ooh. Nasty. Caitlin, do you have a rating? My rating is yes. Okay. There you have it. <laughs> if you'd like more content like this, thanks. Good for you. You can find us at dragondropouts.com. You can find us at Dragon Dropouts on Twitter. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes because we're obviously very professional. Hit us up. Let us know what you think of anything we talked about today. We talked about a lot, so <laughs> you could go anywhere with this. <laughs> um, check out um, Jacob Tirano's review and video. He's on Twitter at Jacob Tirano and at ChasingCinema.com. Big thanks to him. Don't forget to see... How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, in theaters. When is it in theaters? March 1st, 2019. Yeah. March 1st, 2019. Yeah. yeah. We're starting this now, guys. We're going to beat it into you. Buy your tickets. There's going to be a No streaming online. Oh, no fakes. Toothless. You got to go. You got to invest. You got to spend that money. We're looking right at you. Yeah, you. I see you right there. You've been pirating movies. Bad. Who, me? Buy the tickets. Hopefully not you. You're going to buy that ticket. I know you are. Anyway, <laughs> this has been another episode of Dragon Academy Dropouts. Thank you guys for listening. Welcome to the show if you're new. And we'll see you next week with an all new episode. Who knows what will come out? Goodbye I don't know. from the show. If you, this, is, this is all you can handle. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>